One BBC article dubbed it a milestone meeting of frenemies. The Seoul-Tokyo summit last week was indeed a milestone moment with President Yoon adamant about mending ties to focus largely on mutual security and economic interests. But frenemies doesn't quite capture the tone at home where the president's bid to improve Japan ties faces severe backlash from the left. The high-level talks was just the first step, so where do we go from here? For further analysis, we're joined by Professor Kim Byung-joo of the Hankook University of Foreign Studies. Good morning, Professor Kim. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. We see a big political upheaval following President Yoon's visit to Japan with extremely harsh words being aired from the opposition and street demonstrations. How do we define what it is that President Yoon tried to achieve on this trip? The picture is uh, rather simple but not well understood or shared in the public here in Korea. The picture that I see and that many people, uh, so-called experts, see, it goes like this. Uh, The Yun government faces a situation where it has to carry out a a Supreme Court order. Uh, the, The Supreme Court has decided that Korean government has to confiscate the assets of Japanese companies operating here in Korea mm. and sell those assets and give, uh, you know, the, the cash mm. uh, to the victims of uh, forced labor during the Japanese colonialization. Mm. Okay, uh, this, uh, from the perspective of outsiders and the world community, uh, Korean company confiscating Japanese companies' assets uh, for what happened 80 years ago in the past. Uh, this is a, quite a difficult picture to sell mm. to the world community mm. as the Korean president or Korean government. Uh, so that's what he uh, wanted to work on, and that's, <laughs> the, that's the so-called solution that this UN government came up with. Actually, this idea of establishing foundation where Korean companies would contribute money and hopefully Japanese companies also will contribute money as well and then use that money to compensate the victims. Uh, this idea actually uh, came from the experts from all sides, mm. uh, including experts, even uh, policymakers and key politicians, uh, former Speaker of National Assembly, uh, you know, belonging to uh, Democratic Party, for instance, and, and right. others. And so this this was a solution that's based on ideas from both sides. But however, uh, what we see right now is a very uh, dire situation in terms of inside Korea, what's happening here. Mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, we have to be reminded once again also, uh, in addition to the dire picture where Korean government has to sell, confiscate and sell the assets of uh, companies uh, of our, I guess, our allies. I, 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 I hope Japan still remains Korea's ally, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, not only that, uh, you know, there is a political schedule. Uh, while this action uh, may have to be carried out soon, we don't have a specific date at this point. The, the, as far as I know, the court has not set the date on it, but mm. uh, court will have to come up with a date without this kind of solutions, and then government will have to do this. But while at the same time we have 
the situation where countries on this side, the United States, Japan, Australia, Western countries working together to deal with the situation where Russia and China and North Korea, mm. uh, all these countries are working together on the other side. Mm. And uh, for that, we have various political schedules, so as, such as there's an April summit meeting between mm. Yoon and Biden in Washington. It's going to be a state visit. Right. And then there is uh, Hiroshima G7 meeting in May. Right. So uh, from Yoon's uh, perspective, President Yoon's perspective, he he wants to clean up the situation before he visits Washington in April and then he, before uh, he gets invited, hopefully gets invited by Japan mm. to attend the G7 meeting in, in Hiroshima, Korea, with Korea being one of the top economies of the world on the uh, this, those, this free world side. So right. those are the aspirations. But the Supreme Court ruling at this point goes against it. And that's the situation that I guess President Yoon and his government uh, uh, try to solve with this so-called solution and uh, his visit to Tokyo this time. So it's it's based on a lot of uh, pundits and expert review. It seems to be a diplomatically bold move, the one that President Yoon took, but an important one. That invitation uh, to the G7 summit in May, it, it may signal a fresh chapter for South Korea's place in the world. So we'll have to see. That seems to be an important marker. But uh, Dr. Kim, going back to today's topic at hand, what else do you see in the aftermath of the latest uh, visit to Tokyo in this political upheaval? The aftermath, I think we largely expected it, but the intensity of the opposition uh-huh. and the volume of the voice of criticism actually to me is much bigger than I had uh, in anticipated. I'm looking at the internet headlines of these uh, progressive newspapers and so on. They're using very flamboyant words such as Kyungyang Shimun carries a column titled like Yoon sung is playing with fire and uh-huh. Korea is committing a suicide and Okay. The, those kind of things. It's just uh, just one example, but uh, uh, we knew before uh, President Yoon's visit to Tokyo uh, ver- through various opinion polls in Korea, the uh, the opinion has is very much divided, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, around sixty percent of people actually c- oppose Yoon's mm-hmm. so-called solution, while thirty percent, uh, around thirty percent or so, support. So it's a one to two three to six, whatever you call it, mm. country is definitely divided here. And uh, with this division in mind, um, as a professor who teaches international relations, international studies, and then also former diplomat, I, I just have to take a side with this, uh, uh, the three or minor minority, mm. you know, I cannot take the side with domestically focused majority view that accounts for <laughs> 60%. I have to take side with the, the 30% of the Korean public that supports Yoon here because uh, uh, by train, you know, experts, so-called experts like me and those people who teach and practice diplomacy, mm-hmm. uh, our main focus is maximizing the possibility for prosperity and then maximizing national security. Mm. Uh, that's our focus. Mm. And uh, of course, the other side, they are focused on history, what happened in the past, right. sentiments, emotions, and all that. Right, right. Uh, we we cannot disregard that. Those are important. And right, right. Uh, but uh, at the same time, uh, we can see that emotion. I mean, we can see the national interest. Mm. Uh, you know. The, 
uh, promoting prosperity and maximizing national security is really important. So this is a fundamentally divisive issue. It's it's mm. just uh, divides people. And over the weekend, I was teaching Saturday class to graduate students, and I asked this honest question, inviting uh, you know their their perspective on this reaction and aftermath of this visit. And I could see the clear division once again in the classroom. Uh-huh. And interesting thing is only those people who support the majority view spoke out and they were criticizing uh, <laughs> continuously, repeatedly a uh, union government. And then, mm. and then uh, just a half or less than half of students sitting there quietly. So that was very, very uh, telling. And then we were having as much of an intellectual conversation okay. based on facts and everything. And it's quite interesting to see these students mm-hmm. who are vocal and raising voices who are com- continuously saying that Japan never a- apologized to mm-hmm. us. We need Japan's apology. Mm-hmm. Japan has to face the history. They have to accept the, the, the truth in the history. The rhetoric is very something very, very much we are familiar with mm-hmm. and uh, something that has a lot of questions in terms of whether it could be implemented. Uh, they were, uh, you know, the, the, the other side were keeping quiet, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we could see there's a fundamental division of views here. But I can imagine why, if I were to just generalize a bit, uh, why those who are maybe on the side uh, of, uh, or just uh, maybe agreeing with President Yoon's direction might be silent, because it's mm-hmm. not to completely disregard the human rights issues and the gross violations of it. It's not one or the other. But right, right. but if, we, you know, uh, the, the three three to six, the three were to speak up, it may mm-hmm. seem that way. And so it's easier to be right. silenced in that discussion. But right. I, right. I, I think you highlight really important points that it is inherently divisive and fundamentally difficult. Uh, what are the lessons then, knowing that there is this clear division within the country, then what lessons should the Yun government in Korea have to learn from the last week's visit as a, and the results and the political reactions at home, what should they make of it? In Korean media and media everywhere around the world, I, I do not enjoy watching so-called experts showing on TV and radio saying, <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. This was bound to happen. And this not knowing this was going to happen, it was a stupid idea. I don't like that the take. And, and having said that, <laughs> I have to confess that I didn't know the opposition would be this vocal, mm. and I wouldn't know. I didn't know that you know opposition would take this much of a proactive stance coming out criticizing Yoon. So I'm I'm quite surprised. And having said that, so it's, this is not something I knew all along. I didn't know, but uh, if I have had known it. I think I would have advised Yun government to go a little bit slower on this. Uh. As I mentioned before, see, we have April summit meeting coming up in, in you know, in, in Washington. We have a May uh, Hiroshima G7, uh, you know, the summit meeting coming up. Despite that, still, if I had known, which I didn't know, mm. if I had known, and if I were in uh, President Yun's shoes, I could have gone, uh, I could have try to find other ways than, than pushing ahead this much this time because mm-hmm. uh, what's, what we needed now realize looking back is we needed more discussion at home and uh, presenting this picture just like first point that I talked about today. Look, Korean government has to confiscate and sell 
assets of Japanese companies. Is that what we want to do in the eyes of the world uh, international community here? Is that really what we wanted to do? Mm. If not, together, what should we do? I think that conversation had to take place with more serious manner looking back. That's what I realized. Something that we learn with the benefit of hindsight only. Yeah. Okay. Uh, looking to Japan, uh, what Japan did not do about their so-called whitelist and the Japanese industry minister's words on that. Uh, it's discouraging because, sure, Japan agreed to lift restrictions on exports of semiconductor materials, but Japan's industry minister was also quick to say the reinstatement on Japan's whitelist of preferential trade partners depended on Seoul. What do we make of this? Yeah, Nishimura Yastoshi, the, the Minister of Economy and Industry, his words were grossly disappointing. And then he was quite sarcastic about, you know, prospect of the progress. And, and uh, for that reason, uh, you know, he, he wanted to keep Korea under White House, uh, white list for now, meaning that the list of, uh, you know, among those countries where government reviews the approval of the exports continuously. And so, it's really, really disappointing, and it kind of uh, shows once again the the, the micro focused and the legalistic and and excessively cautious uh, approach that we have come to know for decades on the side of Japan, and and it's nothing new, but but it was very, very uh, disappointing, uh, and and that's something that should have been different, and uh, it's something that we cannot condone at all. Mm. Having said that. Also, what I saw was, uh, you know, Japan has April uh, election coming up mm. uh, at home. Right. And there are conservative voters that the LDP, uh, Liberal Democratic Party uh, of Kishida relies upon. So uh, mm. I can see that they are limited. Mm. Uh, I don't think it justifies uh, Nishimura Yasutoshi's words, but I can see that force behind, okay. uh, you know, Kishida's reaction to Yoon as well uh, here. So April election in Japan is a factor here. And uh, also, when we see the opposition, uh, Korean opposition, raising this much of uh, voice and criticism, uh, if you were Japanese, I think you could easily think, look, once again, this is true. If democratic government comes into the control of the government in Korea, everything we agree will be turned upside down once again. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's the thinking of Japanese. When I see okay. when they see all these headlines in the Korean newspaper and stuff, uh, it's quite natural for many of Japanese will think if government changes in Korea, everything we agree will be turned upside again. Just judging from the rhetorics, right, right, uh, from from the, the opposition politicians. So, so there is this force in play at this point. Okay, with all that's been said, Dr. Kim, it, it seems more murky to me than ever before. So as an yeah. expert and what you've learned over the last course of the week, what do you see ahead and what are some of the more important points we should keep in mind? Yes, uh, uh, you know, I do re recognize once again, emotions are important mm -hmm. and uh, justice uh, in history in uh, the way we define it is very important. Uh, and that runs politics, that drives politics. So uh, we should take emotion and sense of justice in history seriously, and uh, we can never set it aside. Having said that at the same time, equally important, and perhaps even more important is our uh, making our country 
uh, stronger economically mm-hmm. and uh, national defense as well. Mm-hmm. Prosperity and national security is very important. And the prosperity national security calculation based on what's happening right now, right now, rather than 80 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, maybe whether we like it or not, it would be as important as anything at this point. But over the weekend, last week, when I saw so-called Seoul National University professors uh, writing a joint statement. I know those professors that I know, the experts in diplomacy mm-hmm. and international relations, none of them joined. Mm-hmm. But but professors in, in uh, humanities and in all these arts and probably engineering, I'm not sure. But these people uh, issued a joint statement. And uh, if they use the name of Seoul National University in increasing their credibility of right. their stance, I don't know where that serves national interest. I saw mm. Catholic priests mm. doing the same thing. And I don't know whether it really, really helps the church. Uh-huh. So, you know, these so-called uh, opinion leaders mm. of the society, professors and religious reader, leaders taking one side of the politics, mm. uh, that makes me feel really kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of... Uh, Less optimistic about how we handle this issue. It is disheartening because these opinion leaders have large influence. And if they were to sway left or right, either way, too severe, what kind of message are they sending out? I understand the sentiment, Dr. Kim. Now, I'd like to believe our listeners are clever enough to highlight media literacy. Always look for the source. Who is speaking on what behalf? And I think that's a good place to leave today's conversation. Always important, right? Thanks so, Dr. Kim. And you always manage to find us our balance. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.